Sex and happiness both enrich our lives, yet it's surprising how few people can honestly say that they enjoy regular and fulfilling sex or describe themselves and their lives as happy. Host Lori Handlers helps you to experience real intimacy and happiness. You'll laugh a little, learn a little, and we hope put a smile on your face and a smile in your life. Now here's Lori. Hi, everybody. This is Lori Handlers, and you're listening to another episode of Sex and Happiness, a show about sex and happiness. Woo! As simple as that. And I am joined today by my dear friend, Matilda, who has just explained to me what her last name means, Gregor's daughter. And um, she's going to tell us a little bit about that. And I just want to tell you who she is. Matilda is the founder for Coach Training School Evolvia Coach Training in Iceland, of all places. And um, the truth is, that's where Matilda and I met in Iceland. It was because of her that I went to Iceland. And it, and finally, after the second trip, experienced the Northern Lights. So I consider her to be not only a good friend, but also a major contributor to the cosmology, the things, you know, the surreal things that have happened in my life. Uh, and so she's all, she's a founder of this coach training school, but she also is an organizer for ISTA, International School of Temple Arts, and that's how we met. Mm-hmm. And Matilda has a new book, and that's what we're going to talk about today, this new book, why she wrote it, what it is. Uh, how you can get it, et cetera. And I think it's, she had me read a chapter of it and do some recording for her about it. And I'm impressed. I'm real, And I know when she was thinking about this, when she was contemplating this, so I'm very excited about it. So Matilda, welcome to Sex and Happiness. Thank you so much. I'm very excited to, to yes. talk and share together. <laughs> so tell me, uh, to, let's tell a little bit. Um, you just told me before we actually went on air, um, the, f- the foundation of your name, Gregor's Daughter. And um, because you didn't grow up in Iceland. No, I'm, I grew up right outside Stockholm, so I'm Swedish. But today I'm, I also have an Icelandic citizenship, so I'm both actually now. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. But when we were supposed to get married, me and my Icelandic husband, who I met in Sweden, the question was what name to take. And in Iceland, they don't, they don't call that they have last names. They, it's who they are. They are someone's son or someone's daughter. They always, most often they have after the, the fathers. Yeah, so there was a suggestion that I took the name after my father, who is Gregor. So I'm Gregor's daughter. That's how the name came about. Wow, it's so cool. You know, my last name is not supposed to be Handlers. My grandfather and his uh, brother, when they came to the United States, they took Handlers out of the phone book. Um, but their name, the family name was David's son. So that's funny because if I, that would mean that I was the son of your husband. Yeah. <laughs> son David, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But I think it was supposed to be David, like David and Goliath, you know, like that. I think that's where the name came from. But they took handlers and that stuck. So that's my name. 
Anyway, great story. So you're in Iceland. You started this coaching school. Mm-hmm. And like, tell us just a little bit about, because I mean, how did you get to be this? You know, like, did your parents raise you to say, you know, you're going to make a difference in people's lives. This is how you're going to do it. What What did they want you to do? Well, I guess if I would like to tell my story in just a few sentences, it would yeah. be, I lived with parents which actually had lived an open relationship. So that was like one large piece that we could talk about, you know, that's like a huge piece. So that was very like different upbringing. And then uh, I was introduced to landmark education, which was transformational work. Mm -hmm. Everything, as you know, you know, also know that background. I certainly do. Yeah. So, so that was fantastic. And then while moving to Iceland, no one talked about coaching and transformation in, you know, 15 years ago. So I just needed to kind of start to talk about that. And then it's become that I train others. I've trained trainers. I've trained many people, most people who are coaches in Iceland. And we also coach internationally or train people internationally. So I have a huge amount of training in presence and in transformational work with people. And all this have kind of trained also my body to be present. Yeah, so this has been like the beginning of the journey. And then we haven't talked about the title of the book yet. And what? No, I, it's, I wanted people to be on the edge of their chairs. <laughs> so tell the title of the book. Yeah, the title of the book is Daily Sex. Daily Sex. Like, it doesn't get any better than that, everybody. You've been hearing me say this for years. Mm -hmm. Sex is so important to your happiness. And here's my friend Mm -hmm. who writes a book called Daily Sex. Like, yay. I'm I'm really excited about it. So how how did the idea come to you? Like, um, you know, is it something you thought about for a long time? Does it have anything to do with your parents' influence? You know, like my parents would have influenced me to dance every day, but not yeah. sex. No, I, my parents did not influence me to have sex every day. It actually comes as an invitation from my husband. And just to tell you the background, so we are married since 94. So we, we lived together, you know, for many years now. And we have four children. And this year I'm 50 years old, yeah. And and uh, 12 years ago now, uh, 2008, my dear life partner comes with this article, you know, showing me uh, an article about uh, a couple who had sex daily, and we play a game of yes with each other. This is also a really fun conversation, but we 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 say yes to each other instead of no, it's so easy in a couple to say, no, that's yours, no, you know. But we, we instead of that, we have kind of turned it around. So, so when one of us comes with an offer, the job is to, you know, to, oh, shoot, I don't, this is strange, but like turn it into a yes, you know. Yeah, so in this case, I thought, okay, that's like daily what, okay? <laughs> Yes, you know, sure, let's try it, you know. <laughs> it's kind of funny, but yeah, let's try it. Yeah, so I turned it into a yes for me. And we started to have this activity of meeting so beautifully in sex daily. And what happens with my body with this activity is just a fantastic journey that is the book today. Because 
we still do that after 12 years. We we're meeting sexually, you know, daily. Yeah. I ring the bell for you. <laughs> 12 years of daily sex. Mm -hmm. Now there's times when you're away, and I think there's also times when he's away. Yes, of course, of course. So and, do you yeah. have phone sex or do you do you have a holiday? No, then we then we just take care of ourselves. So okay. so also, yeah, so it, it's not uh, when someone is ill also, or it happens that we fail in, in getting together after conflict also. So, of course, it has happened that we don't meet, you know, but but uh, it's more or less, you know, like 99.9. .9. It's so great. It's, it's really, to me, it's really the essence of... Really, everything that I that I stand for, that I personally stand for, it's it's the essence of what I think ISTA stands for. It's the essence of what my partner and I stand for. Like return to love, like wherever you've been, whatever's happened, whatever the day has been like, return to love. Yeah, that's what it's all about. And what's so amazing is to to like let go to the sexual flow you know to intimacy to just allow the bodies to start engaging that's like the boot camp is kind of that is to kind of let go and it's so you know it's so nourishing and so wonderful and you know the the sensation inside the body now this is why i wrote the book because people when i have shared with you know people here and there over the years you know how we live we live in this way and they say you should write the book you know share why don't you share about it and i have I been i have been frustrated how could i ever you know i don't know how to do i that. said that to you i know i said that to you <laughs> yeah, yeah. and how do you do that you know yeah and now this this is here can i show it yes of course yeah. And the cover is beautiful. It's a gorgeous picture of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because there, there are 33 short chapters. Yeah. So I've kind of grasped a piece of something that I think, yeah, this, this is important to talk about. And then while writing, I'm mixing my bodily sensation while writing. So it becomes like a, like a, a poetic or like speaking language or like describing not kind of traditionally academic language you know it's very flowy you know kind of yeah yeah mm. oh Matilda it's so good I'm so I can just feel it like I can feel it on you you know mm. like I can feel it on you when you're talking about it mm. so mm, very exciting mm. so so how does how does your husband feel about it? How does David feel about it as you wrote about it? Does he have... Well, if I could have chosen completely by myself, it would have been him and me and the dog on the, on the cover. Right. But he is not... He would not... Don't want to be in the process of being like part of it. So, which is... Yeah. Just, I just have to honor that. So... Yeah. But he... <laughs> he inspired it. That's okay. He inspired it. Well, he's living it. So, very much... Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so you mentioned before your four children. I think I've met three of the four. Have I met all yeah, four? One is, living, one is living in Sweden studying. So okay. So, yeah. So I met three. They're violinists. They're musicians. They're talented children. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, that's I can connect to that because we're kind of like a, a practice family. You know, my partner was like an Icelandic champion in gymnastics when in his youth. I have run a few marathon just to see if I could do it. So we and you know I'm like a pioneering coaching have have the most of hours sitting with someone coaching in Iceland. So we're very much for like practicing. So of course the children also with instruments or sports they they kind of the habit of tra- training something or practicing something that also gives us the you know like co- commitment for us you know it comes from that also you know to meet in this way it, it's like a way of our thinking of kind of honoring and having this part of our intimacy like on the schedule in a way you know yeah the day mm-hmm. it's a commitment i love that i mean for me i always say to people you need to have practices you can't just like in my book, you can't just read my book and then put it down. Like it's their practices. You can't just practice Tantra once. Mm-hmm. You have to, the reason it's called practice, you can't practice yoga once. The reason it's called practice is because that's exactly what it means, what you just said. Mm-hmm. You set a time, you make a commitment, and you keep the commitment, even if you don't want to keep it. That's a very landmark thing, you know. You yeah, give your work. Also- it's such as challenges that because it's when you don't feel like it, the the whole thing is to let go, you know, and come into love again, like you said also before. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole like practice. So it's such a honorable to let go of irritation or anger. And we of course all our conflicts became a lot shorter because we want to kind of be able to be close. So it brought a lot of good between us, you know. So good. Also, it brought a lot of oxytocin between you. 12 years of daily oxytocin is a really, really good thing. Yeah, we're not sick. You know, we're like never. We're very healthy people. (laughs) (laughs) You get another bell for that. That's right. Listen, all you COVID people who want to survive COVID, start making love. Make love to yourself if you don't have anybody. And if you have somebody, start making love with somebody. Stop finding things wrong. Mm, yeah. And it's it's also the whole, inspir- you know, like the, the whole, sh- the book is actually sharing. You know, it's not telling anyone to do what we're doing or anything like that. It's, it's, an, it's an aim to describe how, how the sensation, you know, how the journey have been, what I've learned and what has happened with the body and how the body feels right now. So it's very intimate. You know, it's like someone who wrote, read the chapter, said it's like writing, reading someone's diary. So it's very, very authentic. And yeah. Real. Yeah. Mm. Um, so it's so that's so for me it's so exciting i hope that my listeners listen my listeners have been listening to me for a long time mm-hmm. and so what you're what you're talking about is driving home the whole purpose of this show sex mm-hmm. and happiness mm-hmm. be healthy be happy have oxytocin running through your body take it from some people do it Look, she said she's she just turned 50 or you're turning 50. I'm 50 so, already. Okay, you're 50. So you're not talking to somebody who's like 22. Hmm. You're not talking to like a man who's uh, 
whose uh, testosterone is off the charts and a woman whose, you know, sex drive is off the charts. But because you keep things like this alive, then you have vitality that's off the charts. Yes. And what what's also in, have been a beautiful like creation and product out of this is when, when the writing was done and I was kind of done with that piece, all of a sudden I felt this, like, can I release this now? Like the scarcity was so immense. I felt like I felt the shame of all, you know, generations and lineages back and everything. So I thought, how do I do this? How do I send this out? So as you know, because you have been sharing with one chapter, so I've been, for the 33 chapters, I've invited two people from my life from different times to read one chapter and then share with me. And, you know, I, I had the, one of the last chapters I did, this woman was 73, you know, and this man in, in his 80s. And there's people from different ages and different, you know, women and men and, you know, and from different parts of the world. And it's so, so there's 33 of these beautiful sharing podcast things that that is just extraordinary full of you know wisdom you know and i just love how it does not become my voice but many voices you know yes very very beautiful now there's an incident in your life but it's more than an incident there's a time in your life that i want to ask about because it's so intriguing to me when i met you you look pretty much like you look now and you said to me, your hair was a little shorter, that's all. Um, and you said to me, Laurie, you know, if you had met me just a little while before, you, I made a statement. I shaved my head mm-hmm. and I wore my head like that. I wore my hair like that, no hair, for a very long time. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Because I, what I love about you is your adventurousness. Hmm. I'll, I'll tell you because I, I I think it's interesting, yeah, just reflections because I was in a in a Muslim country, and I had it started out like this. I was in a Muslim country and and I had this moment. We were we were told to to dress with cover our you know long sleeves and not show any skin or anything, and I we did that all of us and and for a while we were out in this garden with a lot of people and I was just hot so I took my kind of blouse down so I I showed my shoulders just for a few you know for me it was probably just seconds so I all my my, I kind of showed my shoulders for just a little bit and the sensation for just this you know in this moments was that I was completely eaten by some male people staring and this so I just, whoa, okay, I understand I'm doing something wrong. So I put, put my blouse on again. But the whole, my reaction was, whoa, is that so? This whole thing with uh, that we cannot show the hair because uh, then we're too sexual and uh, some, and now I don't know if everything's correct of what I'm saying, but right. like the, the excuse of, that women in some parts of the world needs to cover up their hair because the males cannot like behave because they're so sexual if they don't. And to me, like a Swedish Icelandic being, yeah, my reaction was, is that true? 
I'm going to see if I can be a sexual living being woman without hair and see how that works. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to go home and, and tell my dear life partner and my children, I'm going to take my hair off. And I told my clients, you know, when you meet me next week, I'm, like, I'm going to have a shaved head. So I have to prepare everyone. And they say, no, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> but I did. And I had a little, a little long, you know, some long things in the bang there still. But I oh. had, it was like an experience, ex- experiment. And it was so much fun to do it. So I, I had a shaved head for 10 years. And this is when we had sex daily. So it's very possible to be a sexual being without hair. <laughs> I love you so much. Mm. Yes, you are a pioneer. You mm. are a pioneer, Matilda. It's awesome. I loved when you told me the story, and I thank you for telling it again here. <laughs> All right, so let's see. If somebody gets the book, which I would encourage them to do, mm. if somebody gets the book, what are some of the things they're likely to face or they're likely to be confronted with, you know, like with reading the book? Because I'm sure, I know it wasn't easy for you. I know it was like, you know, it poured out of you, but I know that it was challenging. Mm. So what might somebody be challenged by if yeah. they purchase this book? And by the way, if you're, if you're listening to this, you should definitely purchase this book. So, you know, and make no mistake. You will find it on Amazon. On day, it's called Daily Sex by Matilda Gregorstotter. Yeah, yeah. But what what I know now from having met all these people sharing, you know, with the chapter yeah. is is that the reflection is that whoa, it's very intimate. So you have to kind of be ready to be intimate with yourself. This is what happens when you read. Yeah. So you will probably not read the whole thing one evening, even though it's like a small, you know, it's like a small book. It's not a big book. It's like a very light, it's 33 very short chapters. Yeah. They might be like two pages, three pages like that. They're very short. But But the thing is that it it, it pours out of me the text and yeah, but it's not about me. It's the, the whole aim is that the the reader start to wow oh she's talking about her vagina and she's talking about the nipple and some touch here and how she feels in the body can i feel my body you know it's like to start to oh if she feels that what do i feel you know can i feel my thighs right now you know how is the how is the clothes against my body feeling right now Uh So, so you want to get like prepare yourself to be kind of touched and start to feel kind of that's what I would love to happen. Yeah, that's great. I know the chapter that I read asked the questions, well, what is sensuality and what is sex and is sex have to be between you and another person or can sex be just you? And mm-hmm. so it, it, there's a lot of questions in the intimacy, saying, asking people, inviting people to go in and say, what do I feel about this? Yeah. What do I feel? Exactly. What do yeah. I feel? Yeah, there's a lot of questions in the book also, because it's not, it's, it's not, well, it's just written from trying to describe how it is to live in a bliss body. Because that, 
was not the case. All the activity has, has made it possible for me to have sexual energy running through my body through the whole day now. Yeah, and, and it doesn't need to have to go out. And uh, that kind of sounds funny for many people probably, but because I, it was not that way. And, and the book is about the journey, what has happened, yeah. what trainings I've done also. And, yeah. Yeah, so what Matilda's talking about, everybody, is being able to have sexual energy flowing through your body at all times and be contained. Mm. Like it's can it's not she's not containing it and keeping it in one little area of her body which is only ready for a certain act. She's letting it flow throughout her whole body all the time, but it's contained in that it doesn't have to do anything or go anywhere or be put on anybody. You know, that was a very important lesson for me in my life. Like people told me when I was well, when I was at Landmark when I was younger that um I did everything through sexual um putting my sexuality on everything. Mm. And I said, no, I did not. I mean, I didn't, I just denied it. It was so humiliating that I totally denied it. Uh, especially when I was in the introduction, the form leaders program. And, um, and they said, no, no, you got your sexual energy on all of us. It was 500 people. And I was like, no, I didn't, I did not. But now, no, now what I know because of who I am in the world today I did. Yeah, because we're not trained. You know, I had this programming also. While starting of getting turned on, it was like, oh, this is embarrassing or this is wrong or are you, we need to peak this now to get it over with and take it away. You know, it, it, it's, it's like we're not used to being able to feel whatever we're feeling and being able to contain that. Right. So that's like a huge... And the amazing thing is that sexual energy and our life energy is in everyone at all the time. But, but it's about like allowing turned on, super hot, juicy kind of to, to be flowing and not having to take it away, but, but to allow it and contain it, like you say, in a, like a responsible way. Yeah, it's a life force. So that's why you're so alive. It's so great. Yeah, it's and it's so, so amazing also because when 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 I can do that, I can meet other beings who who can also be that, and just the tiniest interaction is like a whole world, because the body is so sensitized, so we don't yes. have to come close. You know, the energy meets already. It's fantastic. Yeah, fabulous. Thank you, thank you. All right, so we said it before, but we'll say it again. They can get the book on Amazon. It's called Daily Sex. You can't forget it. No, but who could forget this title? Daily Sex. <laughs> and if you feel in your heart pounding right now and you're listening or watching us and your heart is pounding and you're going, I, I, I don't think I should get that book, you should get that book. And if you... <laughs> And if you feel like this huge curiosity, like how do they do it? How did she do it? Then you should get the book. You, you, this, I contend that if people did this, they would be too busy doing this to make war. I contend that if people did this, they would be too busy doing this, making love, having daily sex, to like mess with other people. There would be no time. You'd have, your creativity would be used for connection and for creating life 
giving things, not destructive, you know, mass weapons that just weapons of destruction that nobody who's making love every day could make mass weapons of destruction it's just not right. possible it, it you're so kind of lit up you know like every cell is kind of vibrating you know the bliss is kind of just it's like it, yeah vibration in the body is like concretely you know raise raising rising yeah beautiful yeah. <laughs> well matilda so okay so they can get it on amazon daily sex by Matilda Gregor Gregor's daughter. Yes. It, I'm trying to say it the way you say it. Yeah, Gregor's daughter. That's Gregor's correct. Daughter. Yeah. Okay. And how else what where else can people find you? You know, where can yes. they find you to find more about Just you? The name, which is hard to spell, but Matilda Gregor's daughter dot com in in one word. Matilda with only one T and no H and Gregor's daughter daughter. Yeah. We have okay, well, I will put that. That will be in the um, in the description for yeah. the show. I will put that in the description for the show. That's beautiful. Uh, and that's, that's where they will find, or when you are speaking, sharing, for example, with one of the chapters. So they will find all the chapter sharings there on this okay. site. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for being my guest. Mm -hmm. And more importantly, thank you so much for doing what you do. Yes. It's yeah. very, I'm very excited to hear how this lands with people now. What the reception oh, yes. 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 Well, hopefully my people will give you all love and boosting and, you know, like that. That's what I want. But I can make them do it. I just mm -hmm. hope that they do, Matilda. Thank you so much. And everybody who has heard us or watched us today, please tune in next time when I, when I will have another amazing guest. You Listen, I know I have some of the most amazing guests in the world, and Matilda is no exception. Like, she is amazing. So hopefully you got something out of this, um, what you can do with yourself for your own practice. And next time I'll have another guest who also will add to your sex and your happiness. So thank you for being with me today. And this is Laurie Handler's saying bye and namaste. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Sex and Happiness. Thank you for joining us today for Sex and Happiness. To learn more about Lori and her work, please go to ButterflyWorkshops.com or follow her on Twitter or Facebook. You can send her an email at sexandhappiness at gmail.com. We'll see you again right here next week for another edition of Sex and Happiness. Oh.